Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast, your guide for growing lawn care and landscape startups into a thriving business. This show is dedicated to helping you improve your business and achieve financial success. Your host, Paul Jameson, is the best-selling author of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash and The Lawn Care Advantage, winning strategies for a thriving landscaping business. Join us as Paul shares his expertise and passion, helping you create a prosperous future. Now, here's your host, Paul Jameson. Wait, 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 wait. Hold, hold, hold on a second. Hold on. People aren't listening. They're not paying attention. I'm going to kick it off, Paul. <laughs> no offense. All right, guys. I want to introduce... <laughs> Thank you, Payjack. Right, right on cue. Um, I just want to address a couple quick things. Been getting a lot of Q&A after my uh, Q&A. Um, for those of you that wanted to know how do you utilize your website to generate route density, right? Like it's all great, like I talk about Facebook marketing and all that, well, what do you do with your, with your website? It's getting a broad, you know, a broad net. How do you dial in that route density? Well, I'll just say, for sake of time, go to episode 127 on the LCR Media Podcast. We talk all about it. Episode 127, listen to that, and you'll learn what to do to get route density through your website. And with that being said, you guys, most of you know the Lawn Care Millionaire, right? This is Jonas Olson. He's the pest control millionaire. Here you go. Introduce yourself real quick. Hey, everyone. My name is Jonas Olson. And, um, gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, I'm pest control millionaire. So put him online as uh, Jonathan Potochnik. You guys know he was my mentor for the past seven years. I uh, got an early. Very lucky. To, uh, have him as a mentor. One of my best friends now. And I just learned a lot from him, obviously. And so I built and grew a company a lot like yourselves. You know, I was mowing, landscaping, soil removal, did it all up in Michigan. And I sold that my first company in about 2021. We're doing about 2.9 million. And then we started back over in, in the same year in 2021, did pest control. So I've been doing pest control for about three years. Last year we ended at 3.9 million. This year we have about $6 million on the books. And our goal is to break the PCT top 100, which is about 7.5 million. So that's my story. Hey, my name is Jeremy Vest. I know nothing about lawn care, but I um, have worked with a lot of YouTubers and influencers in this space. My students have about 50 billion views on YouTube, so that's, that's what I do. He's my coach too, by the way. <laughs> What's going on, guys? I'm Johnny with Blazergrass Lawn Care, and uh, the first thing I want you to do is to pull out your phone. Can I get everybody to pull out their phone, their cell phone? Awesome. Now, now go to Instagram <laughs> and type blades of grass, lawn care, and hit the follow button. That's who I am. Okay. Um, for those who don't know me, I'm a 25 and a half year uh, active duty Army veteran. Um, I own a uh, federal contract company, which we only do federal contracts. U.S. Customs and Borders, FBI building, uh, military installations. But on social media is me, myself, and I. Okay, so what I do is I teach lawn care. I teach how to get into the business, rock consolidation, how to make money, uh, and I showcase new and upcoming equipment. So if that's your thing, I'm the Chuck E. Cheese of lawn care. Okay, 
So once you get to a certain point, then you can move on, but that's who I am. So if you have any questions when it comes to social media, guys, ask, okay? The first tip that I will give you guys, because I'm, I'm, I'm full of tips, okay? Your social media should have your location and your telephone number, okay? It shouldn't be on private. If you are a business and your social media is on private, then that's why you're not getting any business, all right? Simple as that. I've, I've gone to a lot of you guys' website, I mean, websites, and I go in the bottom and I hit Instagram, and it's private. And the average co uh, customer is going to look at that, and guess what? They're going to keep it moving. They're going to keep it moving. All right? So take it off of private, and what you want to do is before and afters, take pictures. Guys, you can set up a camera and get out your vehicle and walk from point A to point B, put that stuff in slow motion, put some music on it, put a caption, and you have content. So, so you're, 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 you're thinking too much about what content is, okay? Consumers are visual, okay? They like to see things. They're emotional. Utilize their emotions. Utilize your knowledge. They want, you know, they want a clip of why, you know, uh, right now you should be, I don't know, with Bermuda grass, you should be uh, 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 scalping. Tell them why they should be scalping, you know? And all it takes is for you to walk around with a mower, scalping your lawn, it takes 30 seconds, and put a caption. Utilize AI to have a, a voiceover, because I don't even use my voice if you look at mine. As a matter of fact, you know, check out the channel. Utilize AI, give them information. <laughs> All right, so, so that's, that's my tip. But if you have any questions, guys, now is the time to ask, okay? There's no such thing as, as, as a silly question. All right? Ask. Thank you. So that's why you have to have a social media presence. You have to be producing content that people want. And first of all, every one of your customers, you have their email, I hope. So that's your first start is your customers, your leads. Those are your emails that you have, canceled customers. Don't throw any of those emails away. The reason those are so, and by the way, the, the second part of that then is obviously when you're giving out content, you're telling people, do you want to get tips from me every week? I have an email list. I send out tips every single week. And so you can get people to sign up for that that aren't even your customers yet. The biggest reason for that is, is number one, now if the, if the platforms change and their algorithm leaves you and you have no way, you know, your, your reach dies, when you have those email, that email list, you now have your customers still. You, they, you haven't lost anything there. And there's a lot of ways to advertise. So every one of these platforms, especially Facebook, you can take your email list and upload that into Facebook. And you can tell Facebook, I'm going to make a specific ad and I want you to only show it to my people that I sent you. And now let's say it's time to sell Grub apps, right? Say March. And you want to target those people. You're going to send them an email and you're going to tell them it's time for Grub. You're also going to make a video on why it's time to get their Grub app. And you're going to upload your list into Facebook. And you're going to show them a video when they're in Facebook. Hey, this is me. It's time for you to get your Grub app. That's touch number two. And you can do that with all of these platforms. So the email is really kind of the central unit of your marketing is having that email list. Um, there's a video on that coming soon uh, because it's, it's a long process. Okay, you have to have a secret clearing um, and then, you know, it's paperwork. But I, I am making a video on my YouTube channel uh, on how to secure federal contracts. But um, one thing that I will tell you about federal contracts, guys, once you get them, they don't have an expiration date. Okay, and every year you can work it, whereas like mine, you get 2 to 3.5% uh, increase every year. 
just like a uh, retiree will get their increase every year. That's the way federal contracts work. Um, and, and the leniency with federal contracts is that once you get them, no one bothers you about anything unless something looks fishy or something doesn't look in its place. And for that, I utilize plant growth regulators, right? But that's another topic. But that's what I use in order to keep my shrubs nice and, and round and, and the turf uh, looking good. But that's, that's federal contracts. Um, there's a video coming on that because it's, it's a lengthy process. But I will give you step by step how to acquire them, okay? Why is everyone looking at me? No. Well, I, I'll just start by saying the, we'll start with the second one you said, door hangers and all that. The neighborhoods that, that I market in, we have a flyer box underneath the mailbox. So I don't actually, get, most of them say no soliciting. So I'm not really going to go on the doors and all that stuff. So, but I get postcards. I got postcards, but instead of mailing them to generic zip codes, I went to the neighborhoods and then the yards in the neighborhoods that I specifically wanted to target and put those postcards in the flyer box with my kids and my wife. And we would divide and conquer and they were so cute and we do it. Oh man, I forgot. I, I did, I did miss one thing on my, I went down the list. Work Saturdays occasionally to market your business as well. I try to avoid working weekends because I wanted my time back after retail. But I noticed that when I had to work on a Saturday to get caught up, that's when people are home more and they're out and about and they see you. They might see the work you do every, when they come home from work, but they don't, they don't know who. Maybe they don't talk to their neighbors. Maybe they don't get along, whatever. So when you're there, they actually see you. So we, I say all that because it reminded me, we went out on Saturdays and we would just go up and down the neighborhoods and my wife and my kids would be talking to people as they're out there with their dogs and everything. And that's a, a cool way to really like grassroots market and kind of get involved in your community. So. It does work, um, but what I, out of all of that, I got one person to contact me. A thousand postcards we gave out. One person contacted me, and then I eventually got 12 yards on that on in that neighborhood. I, I don't have that neighborhood anymore, but because everybody moved away and all that stuff, I've got like a couple stragglers. But so that one person was right on the corner of a Y, and I got that one yard. Gave her a good price, right? And it all just like spun out. And then one time uh, someone came up to me like a, a child of one of the customers and they were like, do you do this entire neighborhood? I was like, it seems like that, doesn't it? But there are a few people that we don't. But so even if you just get that one return, my point is I got all that whole neighborhood. So, but you gotta try these things more than once and see what works and tweak it and do what you gotta do. But back to the Facebook thing, anyone else have anything you wanna add? Um, jumping on, on what Rookie said, if, if you want to get a lot of customers, Saturday between 11 and 1, go out there and make a lot of noise. The moment you go out there and make a lot of noise, believe me, people are going to come out there and you're going to get a lot of customers. Now, when it comes to the um, uh, uh, postcards, right, door, uh, door hangers, what we do is we go to Vistaprint and put your logo, put lawn care, and put a telephone number. That's it. And, and anytime we service a property, we go three up, three down, or six up, six down, and every time you're there, you do it. Whether people do their own yards or whatever the case might be, do it. Because repetition is the key to clarity. The more people see you, the more they're gonna see you, they're gonna look for your work, and guess what, they're gonna hire you. 
um, people go on vacations for, you know, whatever the amount of time um, you pick up their properties. Now, one thing that we don't do is one-time services, right? We put you on a schedule, and that's what you need to tell them. The moment people call you, yeah, we are a scheduled service company. Oh, we only need you for one time. Sorry, we don't do one-timers, all right? But instead of putting door hangers, that's what you do. Simple, uh, easy, uh, non-expensive. You just put out five up, five down, and believe me, people are going to call you. And it works for non-marketing uh, subdivisions because those are the ones we hit. I've, I'm yet in 13 years to have anybody complain that we were marketing doing that way. So it, it works. Yeah, I'll, I'll answer the first question for you uh, about your, you know, getting the influencers online for Facebook. And if you have an influencer that you know or someone that's in that neighborhood that you know, that's your customer, reach out to them first, give them a referral, pay them, you know, give them a free service, anything like that. And we were to the point where we have software built in now where if that person actually gets um, a customer, they can send them the link. The link tracks back to them, and they actually will actually cash them out. So actually making money doing it for us. So that's a really good way to incentivize them to um, keep selling your products for you. And then it's the Saturday thing that they both touched on, we call it a doubles day. Like We already know that our sales double every single Saturday. He said 11 to 1. Like Our sweet spot is from 9 to 1 o'clock as well. After that, people are gone. They're going to go do their own thing for the weekend, just kind of done hanging out. But Saturday mornings, they're at home eating breakfast, and it's the best time to chat with people. One more time, what was the specifics about the Facebook question, the groups? Uh, so a lot of the night, like the night, we, we actually do that as well. We actually will go meet with it. If we, if we know someone on the board, we'll go meet with them and try to get in their, on their, on their monthly meeting. We'll pitch them at the meeting. So our goal is not to get just the HOA. That's what you guys want, right, for mowing. Same thing with us for pest control. Like, we want to get the HOA first, right, whether it's the pool, whatever, right? We want to get all that. Then we're like, hey, now you guys can go market to the rest of the 200 houses in the HOA. That's our goal. So our goal is to get up the HOA first, and they let us hit up all the homes. So we run a presentation like that, too. And organically, everyone's got to know at least one person that lives in a closed Facebook group HOA. And just find that person and ask them to share a Facebook post, or your, business, your Facebook business post. Just ask them to share it. That's what I did all the time. Hey, do you mind sharing this post? I've got this thing. Like I did that uh, lawn edging event multiple times, multiple years after I learned my lessons and how much to charge and different criteria and all that. And I would just ask certain people to keep sharing that post back into Facebook, into their closed Facebook group. And then like I was also saying earlier, um, the open Facebook groups, go into those and just start sharing knowledge and, and giving as much information as you can and become the authority and then they're, they're going to click on you and they're going to find research and then all that and then eventually you start I say eventually but it's pretty quick you start generating word of mouth and then the people just start talking about like I don't know what these people say in the Facebook group but my my clients or uh, my mother-in-law hey by the way I saw you, you got recommended on in my Facebook group I'm like sweet thanks you know like so you start to hear all these things and you build up that authority but you can organically get in there Obviously, if you live in one, that's that's a good help. But I mean, a lot of times people will live in one HOA and they have a relative or someone they know in another HOA. I mean, that's just how it is. So you just got to get one. You just got to get that one. Just say I got that one postcard in that one neighborhood. You just got to have that one person in that Facebook group and you can start spreading that way. But if, even if you don't know anyone, you can still do the, the open Facebook groups that 
every, I'm telling you, every HOA has their own additional open Facebook groups. Just find it. The Grove, what are all the different groups? Buy, sell, trade, blah, 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 Charter Colony. I'm saying if you do that right now on Facebook, you'll see a whole bunch of lists for Charter Colony, for, for The Grove, all these different, Halsley, all these different neighborhoods that I'm dominant in. Well, Halsey's the one that I sold, but like that's, that is what's going to get you in the door as well. So there's a lot of organic way. I, I didn't have any money. Like, look, I had to do this organically. Like I, I literally just completely changed my life. And I, I had two months worth of payroll or paychecks because I didn't use any of my PTO. So the company I worked for fortunately pays that out. So I had to hit the, hit the ground running all of January, all of February, how do I generate, how do I get to, to, to be, have a full-time schedule by the spring for free, basically, you know? So I just did whatever I could to, on, a, on a shoestring budget so I could make, make the money back. So I, I didn't do any of these other things that a lot of folks talk about. I just did it the most organic way possible. Got my door magnet on my truck, was branded from day one just to have a logo so that people saw the logo, got a cheap Vista print. It wasn't that cheap really, but to me I thought it was because just like two shirts, two t-shirts with my logo on it. So it was just all these things that I was just trying to find all these different touches so that I was always rolling through the neighborhood and people saw me and recommended me and doing whatever services I could till I built my name up and refined that. But Facebook is the way. I mean, Alan just said that in a different, a different way, but same thing. One, one idea I have, instead of doing groups at all, actually run ads to a specific neighborhood only. We're talking like a couple of streets. Then have someone within that neighborhood make a, a testimonial video. So you're actually running an ad on Facebook to the exact person that they probably know in their neighborhood. So they're doing a testimonial video of one of their neighbors and she's or he is saying, this is why you should hire them. What's really cool about this is the cost per acquisition or cost per click is really low because you're not marketing to more than 100 people probably. So it's, it's like a surgeon with ads. It's not just a lot of you probably have done ads and they probably don't work. And unfortunately, that's 99% of the time because ads are like a surgeon. It's very difficult to understand for people that don't do this every single day. So that's my suggestion is it's amazing to be in the groups. There's a lot of limitations to the groups, in my opinion. This is getting right this moment to those exact neighborhoods, probably for a few bucks a view. And if you know, you know, that neighborhood is going to be able to pay you and you know the income and everything supports it. it you can be you can make a lot of money being very specific I, I will say I personally lean towards the digital scary stuff and not knocking on doors because you can just reach more people and honestly a video of your neighbor talking is going to be more powerful than you hanging anything in my opinion and and talk talk to the board, the HOA and all that, and see what, back to my point of sponsoring things, see what different events they have coming up and what sponsorship packages they have. Maybe it's really affordable for you to just put a logo on a flyer that they put out or a, a reusable cup or this or that, you know, because they're all going to see that. And, and the board is going to want to recommend you and the homeowners are going to see you. And that's just yet another way to, to get yourself in there. Do you have anything, Alan? Well... When it comes to marketing, just, um, you know, like, like he was saying, to be more specific on who you want to market to, 
um, a good way of marketing is by income base because we want to market to customers that can afford our services. Now, one way to find out how, you know, how much a set amount or, or location is making is you go to the um, United States Postal Service under uh, every door direct mailer and you can get a chart by plugging in certain zip codes and they will show you the income of certain subdivisions. And in that term, you can market to that one specific subdivision that is generating the, the income that you want to target. So instead of just putting out door hangers or, or marketing on the fly, you can target that income base that can support your services. And then, you know, that minimizes your, your non-payers or, you know, all that good stuff within your business. So utilize that. Any, any other questions, Paul? Say goodbye to disorganized and inefficient business management. Upgrade to Jobber, the field service management software. Streamline every aspect of your business from quoting to invoicing. Impress your customers and increase your productivity. Start your journey to success with Jobber now at getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Again, that's getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Are you looking to supercharge your lawn care business? Check out Footbridge Media. They'll optimize your online presence, manage your reviews, and provide personalized marketing consulting, all under a fixed price pledge with no hidden charges and a 90-day money-back guarantee. It's time to take your business to the next level. Visit greenindustrypodcast.com now to discover more about Footbridge Media, your bridge to success. I get, I got, I'll get started with that because I'm a nerd. Um, so it's, it's really just there's really four things that are important. Clickability, which is the titles, thumbnails, and previews. Watchability, which is storytelling, editing, and filming. And then uh, likability, which is likes, comments, and shares. And then the actual niche. So if you're talking about breakdancing one day and lawn care the next day, or ping pong, not gonna call anyone out that owns this conference. Um, then you're gonna just you're gonna destroy your audience because they don't know who you are or what you know the the way YouTube works is there's a candidate recommendation engine that looks at watch history so if you watch lawn more videos then they're probably gonna serve your video to someone that also watches lawn videos so you have to be very consistent in the type of content you create you have to make better thumbnails titles and previews than your competitors and you have to make content people actually want to watch. This is why the tall grass type videos do so well because it's people are just mesmerized. There's like, oh, that's weird. Um, so anyways, that, that's really what it is. Niche down, click, watch, like. Um, that, that's the, the short version. Yeah, I'll add something to that because this is the thing that gives me the biggest headache um, if you're not currently making content, he's exactly right about what he said, but everything he said will be a blocker to you and you'll never get started. You need to start, if you haven't started, by putting out content. I don't give a rat's ass what it is. Put it out there. 
because you have to get in a cadence. You have to get used to it. You have to be putting the content out. And over time, you'll learn these things. I still don't play those games. I don't give a shit about my thumbnails. I really don't because I have an audience already that I've built, right? I have an audience that I've captured in an email so I can get views by just sending them an email. So it is true that those are the things, but what I've seen happen too many times is somebody spends so much time worrying about some thumbnail on YouTube that they don't create anything else. So just be careful getting wrapped up in the algorithm too much if you haven't started yet and put the content out. And over time you learn, you'll get comments from people. Oh, I like this or that was stupid. I don't like that. And you follow what they say, or sometimes you don't and you move around that way and let the audience tell you what they want and see what does get engagement, what does get comments and why and try to figure it out that way instead of starting with the algorithm. Don't make content for the algorithm, make content for your future customer. Unless you're Mr. Beast. <laughs> and then you just create your own algorithm. Am I right? All right. So um, what I found uh, in my channel anyway is that right now, shorts. Shorts are what is uh, making my channel bigger um, real fast. Now, um, long videos, I will say 10 minutes and, and, and longer, are the ones that are making me more money. Okay, shorts, I, I get the uh, pick up a lot of people, but when it comes to making money, because I mean, let's face it, you know, we're doing it for the exposure, but you know, we want money, we're making money. So shorts, I mean, long term, the long content videos are the ones that make money, the ones that, and then you title them to the point that are useful. You know, in, in 10 years, somebody is gonna wanna know how to fertilize uh, St. Augustine. And they're going to type it in and they're going to find Alan's video. See what I mean? So, so it has a long shelf time where shorts are, you know, they don't have a long shelf time, but they will be, you know, the, the quickest um, when, when you want to pick up a lot of people. I got one more thing to add. If you're looking where to start, it's not YouTube. It's Instagram and Facebook, which are essentially the same thing. You can push the same content to both. That's where you start as a business. YouTube is great and you should put your stuff over there, but focus on Instagram and Facebook and you do all that on your phone. You don't need anything else. Uh, it, take, it just takes time. Like people, I've been doing this for 13 years now and I've built the company. I've seen how it operated and I could do it over again. Uh, people want it, they see Instagram and TikTok and Facebook and they think it's just success overnight. It's not like that. The zero to a million is just hard. Like, I don't care what business you're in. It's tough. It's a tough spot to be. Um, so advice that I give you is to just keep doing what you're doing because you're probably doing what's right because you have recurring revenue. Again, they've already talked about it a lot. Just say no. Like if this person's too far away, don't go do them. If this is a service I don't want to offer, just say no. Like that's how we grew. Stay, and I say this all the time, stay super focused on what you want the future to look like. Like so if you want to be all reoccurring, don't go do those one-time jobs. As much as like you need revenue, you want to grow, just because it's revenue doesn't mean that it's good revenue. So just stay, stay, say no, keep uh, ultra focused on what you want to do, and just keep growing the way you're growing. Uh, you'll get to 250,000. Uh, you do maintenance, I'm, I'm assuming. Cool. So you'll get to $250,000 in revenue. That's the one tech thing. You have to go find a, you know, a tech to take your spot, work on the business, grow the next route. And you'll get to about 500,000. And then once you get over that 500,000, you have a little bit more cash in the bank. And then you'll probably be running that third truck, maybe by your fourth truck, you're going to hire a manager. And right around 800000 is another really good sweet spot. Uh, one of the sweetest spots in business, I think, you know, as far as small business goes. 
800,000, you don't have a lot of overhead, you know, you don't have a lot of management in place, it's just you, four technicians, you know, 800,000 a year, you're probably pulling in 250, 300,000 a year, and then you save cash, save lots of cash, and that way you, when you go to push over that 1 million, 1.5, you start adding that overhead cost, you can afford those people. So just keep doing what you're doing. It just takes time. I'll, I'll start and then I'll work our way down. I'm all over the place because this is what matters to me the most, but social media got me in the game. Like social media to me was about community and still is, and it's evolved so much. All the different events that I host, the events that I help host and participate in, that's what it's all about. You guys are an extension of family for me that I never had. So that's really what it's about. Like, yeah, it'd be great to have all, you know, millions of views and subscribers that th things, good things come from that as well. But to me, it's all about just consistently creating the content that I want to create that I know is going to be, create value and help you guys and keep me in the game. Keep me to be able to create these events and network, help you guys network and have these connections with all of the brands like Cress and everyone else that's here. So that's what it's all about. If I didn't do social media, I wouldn't have grown my lawn care business and I wouldn't have even started LCR Media and all the things that you guys may or may not have benefited from with that all the different events so that's that's what it is for me so i don't really push trying to get as many views as possible i just push continuing to put regular content out in any way that i can the podcast is my most consistent so far because mr producer is a good accountability partner I'm surprised i didn't get my text yet so you're sending me audio for next week or we're not doing any episodes <laughs> so so it can it can be a time suck or it can be really fast so again as a business owner i would start instagram and they have what are called instagram stories and what that is, is it's real time, 15 second clips. So you're standing out there in the lawn. Hey, here I am out here today and check it out. I found our first dandelion of the year. Aren't we excited? You shut it off, you go down to the dandelion, 15 seconds again, there it is. This is what we're killing, this is what we're spraying. And you do that through the day, so you're spending 15 seconds at a time. And then at the end of the day, all that saved to your phone. Now you spend about 45 minutes editing those all together. And now you have a short, that's 60 seconds, that you can put as a reel on Instagram. And it's all of those things together. That's the quickest way to get started. And you can do all of that. Here I am at the restaurant. How many of you guys eat at this restaurant? All of these things you can do, 15-second clips. And at the end of the day, you string them together. And then, by the way, when you're done with that, you take that and you put that on Facebook as a short, you put it on, or a reel they call it, you put it on YouTube as a short, then you take that and you email it out to your folks, you use that content over and over and over again, it's called repurposing the content. And by the way, if you're talking about dandelions and you're going to send it out as an email, here's the video embedded in my email and here's a little bit more written information on dandelions and what we do for them. So think about that, how can you use your content over and over, I was talking to these folks this morning and they send out a weekly email. Well now, and I'm not a big fan of AI, but I'm learning it. So they have AI voice now that you can take and read one hour of a book into this AI, and this, there's a bunch of these. And then what it'll do is you can import your email. So say you send out a 500 word email every week, you can import it in there and it will read the email in your voice and now you have a podcast for just using software. And it's a fooler. I've listened to some of the AI voice and I can't tell if it's me or not. So this is how you repurpose your content as a business owner so you're not spending hours and hours doing this. It's quick little bursts that you use over and over in different ways. Yeah, I'm a little bit different. Uh, for the past year since I started my channel, I dedicated a day a week because I was obviously growing the business too. So my core focus wasn't on social media, but I'd just spend one day a week, eight hours. I'd have my guys come over. We would film everything for eight hours. We'd just get a bunch of content done for the next you know week, maybe two weeks in case I missed a day. But we'd... Again, we do long form, we do short form, we do podcasts, we're repurposing those videos, making shorts, longs out of those. So uh, to answer your question, like for me, it was just one day per week. 
Uh, I'm mostly out of the business at this point. I mean, I talk to my managers every day. I go in for a leadership meeting every, you know, once a week or level 10 meetings. Um, so my focus now is like, I need a project to do, keep my brain rolling. It's like, I'm just gonna focus on social media this year and keep growing the channel. So that's a work for me. But now I know that it's just gonna be like a full-time job. Hey, it's Paul. Is it time to elevate your lawn care business with Jobber? As a field service management software, Jobber has been a game changer for me since 2019, streamlining everything from quotes to payments and making customer communication a breeze. Tap the link in our show notes and see why over 200,000 home service pros trust Jobber to grow their business. Click the link in today's show notes or visit getjobber.com forward slash Paul to learn more. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.